the United States of America, and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So we have a full agenda today. We plan on concluding at 11 o'clock, and I do have one uh, card for public comment. If anyone from the public is here uh, and you would like to speak, please be sure to fill out a speaker card and return it to the reception table at the entrance. Um, uh, Superintendent Connor, would you like to start with introductions, please? Good morning. Welcome to our Suncoast Technical College, and uh, I am Terry Connor. I am the new superintendent of Sarasota County Schools. Good morning. I'm Jim Bolt, vice mayor of City of Venice. Good morning. I'm Robin Marinelli, a member of the Sarasota County School Board. Good morning. I'm Debbie Trice. I'm a Sarasota City Commissioner. Uh, good morning. I'm Mark Smith, Sarasota County Commissioner. Hi, Alice White, Mayor, the great city of Northport. That's, there's probably too many mics on. Good morning, I'm Liz Alpert, Sarasota City Commission, serving as mayor this year. I'm Marlon Brown with the City of Sarasota. Tom Edwards, Sarasota County School Board member. Jenny Hancock, Vice Mayor, City of Sarasota. Ken Schneier, Mayor, Lombo Key. Howard Tipton, Town Manager, Lombo Key. Neil Rainford, County Commissioner, District 3. James Clinch, City of Venice. Nick Pichotta, Mayor of Venice. Pete Emmert, City Commissioner, City of Northport. Jonathan Lewis, Sarasota County Administrator. Mike Murray, and Sarasota County Commissioner, but full disclosure, tomorrow morning I leave to go to the Detroit Lions game. So I will be representing Detroit for 36 hours, and then I'll be back. <laughs> Tim Enos, the Sarasota School Board. Phil Stokes, Vice Mayor of City of Northport. Ron Kussinger, Sarasota County Commission. Last but certainly not least, Barbara Langdon, Commissioner, District 2, the incredible city of Northport. Thank you. Um, we're excited about today. Our uh, focus is in on planning, land use, growth. Um, it's been a pretty consistent agenda through the years. Uh, today's presentations include uh, items which uh, will be a history of the successful joint use collaboration and attainable housing. It also includes time for each local government to give a short update or discuss any other business. Um, 
I'd like to uh, look towards uh, public uh, comment, um, which is allowed three minutes. And there is an opportunity for interaction with that public comment uh, between uh, managers elected uh, and elected officials. So I uh, have one um, community member that would like to comment. Uh, Linda Kitch, uh, please. Right up by the uh, screen. Take your time, Mrs. Ketch, please. Um, my name is Linda Kitch. I live in the Alta Vista neighborhood of Sar city of Sarasota next to Sarasota High School. I'm here because there was an interlocal agreement signed between the city and the school district in 2019 that um, made a bunch of commitments for a pedestrian mitigation project in conjunction with the closure of an important city street in our neighborhood. Um, construction started in 2019. In 2022, they asked for a delay of the deadlines, and the city granted that till the season was over in 2022. It's now 2024. The project has not been completed, and I'm here to just shine a spotlight on the fact that our community wants this this uh, project completed. And uh, Jody Dumas just told me that the construction of the last phase is supposed to start next week. So they, they have been making assurances, but I just want to keep this project spotlighted because we would like to see the commitments fulfilled. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Kitch. Um, that concludes public comment. And I'd like to uh, invite uh, Diane Cominati uh, to begin the presentation on the history of the successful joint use collaboration. Ms. Cominati, please. Take your time. Technology can be testy. And you have Mr. Guillar. I hired him into the district at Sarasota Middle School. You've got the best at your right side. So. Yeah, Jamal can't figure it out then. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so yes, um, my department, and I want to introduce, uh, I'm Diane Caminati, Director of Planning for Sarasota County Schools, and with me I have Amy Anderson, who's our, our planning analyst, and Chris Joseph, who is our new GIS planner, um, and today we are giving a presentation on a history of successful joint use collaboration. 
So over 20 years ago, the school, school board of Sarasota entered into an agreement with the Sarasota County Commission and legislative bodies of the city of Sarasota, city of Venice, city of Northport, and the town of Longboat Key. Now this isn't working, oh, there we go. <laughs> Recognizing their mutual obligation and responsibility for the education, nurture, and general well-being of the children of Sarasota County. This interlocal recognized the benefits to the citizens and students of their communities by closely coordinating their comprehensive land use and school facility planning programs, namely better coordination of new schools in place with land development, greater efficiency for the school board and local governments by the placement of schools to take advantage of existing and planned roads, water, sewer, parks, and drainage systems, improved student access and safety by coordinating the construction of new schools with the road and sidewalk programs of local governments, the location and design of schools so that they serve as community focal points, the location and design of schools with parks, libraries, and other community facilities to take advantage of joint use opportunities. The location of new schools and expansion and rehabilitation of existing schools as to reduce pressures of contributing to urban sprawl and support existing neighborhoods. And the coordination on a multi-jurisdictional basis as to the location of new schools and closure of existing schools that will effectively serve municipalities that may not have a school located in its jurisdiction. Section 9 of the interlocal outlines the importance of co-location and shared use of facilities for both the school board and local governments. This presentation will discuss how we have successfully implemented these shared use opportunities over the years. So we'll first take a look at the joint use projects we've collaborated with Sarasota County. First, we have Englewood Park. In 1990, Sarasota County and Sarasota County Schools entered into a lease agreement and interlocal agreement for the use of school board property behind Englewood Elementary School for a public park and recreational area. This ILA was updated in 2019 to more clearly state the responsibilities and obligations of both parties. Athletic facilities. The school board and county entered into a joint agreement in 1996 to share school athletic facilities for Sarasota County's athletic organizations. This agreement outlined Sarasota Middle, Pine View, Booker Middle, and Venice Middle as the pilot schools with 23 schools to be implemented into the, in the future. In 2017, both parties recognized the growing community need for recreational facilities and amenities for organized recreational programs and replaced the 1996 ILA with a more comprehensive ILA that better addressed citizens' needs and more clearly stated the responsibilities and obligations of the parties. I just want to uh, add on that this is a, although this was a, a agreed upon with the county, it is a multi-jurisdictional ILA as well. Tatum Ridge Soccer Fields. The county expressed the desire to have two lighted soccer fields, one unlighted practice field, 
an area for community recreation, a building for maintenance, concessions, restrooms, signage, and parking on school board property adjacent to Tatum Ridge Elementary School. An interlocal agreement was signed in May of 2005 to construct these desired soccer facilities. The Shannon Staub Library. In 2017, the school board and county entered into a joint project, project agreement in the construction of the STC Northport facility to include a library media center. The county and school board acknowledge the advantages and importance of providing a facility that will expand the program capacity of both the STC campus and the public libraries by providing increased access to library resources to students and their families. The Regional Fire Academy. Our newest collaboration signed just over a month ago is a joint project agreement between the school board and Board of County Commissioners in the planning to design and build a joint use facility including classrooms, associated outbuildings, and training props where emergency medical services personnel and fire trainees will receive instruction and training. This 32-acre complex off Knights Trail Road will serve the greater community as well as provide the school board with a state-of-the-art facility to replace its existing fire training facilities on Circus Boulevard, which are aging and in need of replacement. We will now look at some of the successful collaboration efforts with the City of Northport over the years. Uh, first off is the Northport High School Performing Arts Center. In 1998, the school board and City of Northport entered into an interlocal agreement to share the cost, design, construction, and use of a performing arts theater on the Northport High School campus. In 2002, the ILA was updated to provide upgrades to the renamed Northport Performing Arts Center and created a joint management advisory board. Glen Allen Soccer Complex. The city of Northport desired to construct three soccer fields with two being lit, a maintenance shed, concession, restroom building, signage, and parking on the school board property adjacent to Glen Allen Elementary School. The school board also desired to have the use of soccer facilities for instructional and recreational purposes at Glen Allen. The party signed an ILA in 2004 to collaborate on the joint design, construction, maintenance, and use of these soccer fields. In an effort to provide for a more secure campus at Glen Allen Elementary School, the ILA was amended in 2022 to include the installation of a six-foot chain-link fence around the perim perimeter of the fields. The STC Northport Conference Center. In 2017, the school board and the city of Northport entered into an interlocal agreement in the construction of the STC Northport facility to include a conference center with upgraded dining area. A use agreement between the school board and the city of Northport was executed, which included provisions for use, as well as specific provisions for routine maintenance, equipment replacement, custodial service, and payment of utilities. Heron Creek Middle School Parking for Butler Park. In 2019, the school board and city of Northport entered into an ILA for the purpose of providing additional parking space to Butler Park at Heron Creek Middle School. The city of Northport recognized the need 
for additional parking spaces for the Butler Park campus, which includes the Morgan Family Community Center, the Northport Aquatic Center, multi-purpose multi fields, a walking trail, and parkland. This ILA allowed for the use of the parking lot at Heron Creek Mill School during non-operating school hours to meet this need. The City of Venice. Successful collaboration with the City of Venice has culminated into a wonderful project that I personally get to enjoy as a City of Venice resident, the Venice Performing Arts Center. On January 5th, 2010, the school board and City of Venice entered into an interlocal agreement regarding the upgrades to the auditorium and music suite to a performing arts center on the Venice High School campus. An amendment to the ILA was approved in 2012 to separate utilities to the music suite. In 2013, a use agreement was entered into creating the Joint Management Advisory Board. This board would adopt rules and procedures relative to the functioning of the VPAC as deemed appropriate, as well as make rec recommendations for the expenditure of funds for maintenance and improvement projects. In 2017, a support services agreement was entered into with the Venice Institute of Performing Arts to provide support in center management, administrative services, and technical services to the VPAC. The City of Sarasota. Successful collaboration with the City of Sarasota provided for a more secure campus at one of our high schools and the rededication of School Avenue. In an effort to enhance the security of Sarasota High School campus, the school board sought the vacation of a portion of the right-of-way of School Avenue between Hatton Street and Tamasola Street. The approval of this vacation in the form of an interlocal agreement between the City of Sarasota and the school board was approved by City Commission on September 5, 2019. The vacation of School Avenue prompted an additional interlocal between the school board, the City of Sarasota, and the Ringling College of Art and Design. This ILA required the school board to provide an alter alternate route for pedestrian bicycle traffic outside of the secured perimeter of the high Sarasota High School campus. The project is three quarters of the way complete, except for the section along US 41, which have been waiting permit by FDOT. The permit has finally been issued and the work will commence in February. Looking ahead to future joint use opportunities, Sarasota, Sarasota County Schools is in the preliminary stages of collaborating with Sarasota County Parks and Recreation to enhance some of our North and Central County Middle School soccer fields to provide for more recreational spaces. If this partnership comes to fruition, the proposed enhancements will be included in the field design, excuse me, at our new K-8 along Lorraine Road, south of State Road 72, which is scheduled to open in August of 2025. The results will provide for additional access to high quality fields for the community, as well as upgraded facilities for middle school students. As you can see from the highlighted projects in this presentation today, our organizations have a rich history of collaboration with a focus on maximizing resources for our community with minimizing overall costs to the taxpayer. These collaborations can be seen on the staff level as well. My department works closely with staff from all of your organizations to bring these collaborative opportunities to fruition. I will now be happy to answer any questions.
Well, seeing none, I will hand it back to Chair Rose for a conversation on, oh, somebody here? Jonathan Lewis, please. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to thank uh, you and, and Jody and the superintendent uh, for our recent conversations, new opportunities to collaborate on Oak Park and the Sky Ranch schools, both from a hardening and a parks facility. Uh, it's kind of reengaging those conversations between the county and school district that I think will really pay and help deal with some of the growth factors that we have going on in different parts of the county. So we really appreciate uh, your and Jody's and the superintendent's work on that over the past uh, several months. So thank you. Thank you. Any other, please? Um, Marlon Brown, City Manager, uh, City of Sarasota. Um, as many of you know, we just opened up the new Bobby Jones golf course, and we introduced an opportunity for the schools that have, you know, golf to be able to use that facility. Um, you know, we've had a lot of really good compliments about the, the course, and obviously, you know, we'd like to encourage, you know, especially the city schools to be able to, to you know, to play there, obviously at a cost. <laughs> um, but, you know, if the... Yeah, and the nature park is free, as the mayor just said. But seriously, if um, Superintendent, you know, Connor could, you know, reach out to me, and we can probably collaborate on on how that facility could really be used by the schools, because I think it's a tremendous asset to this community, it's a gift to this community, and we should all be able to, you know, to to, to use it. So, just wanted to put that on the record for the school board. Excellent. That's a, I, I know as a uh, principal, the opportunity to increase uh, sports, uh, particularly in golf, and have access to a facility uh, is a f phenomenal uh, opportunity. So thank you. Any other comments, suggestions, questions? Seeing none, uh, Mrs. Kamadi, thank you very thank you. much. Uh, well done. It's a testimony to the collaboration that has occurred uh, with the leadership across the governments of Sarasota County. Well done. I would like to uh, invite uh, Marlon Brown uh, to uh, present to us on attainable housing. Thank you, uh, Madam Chair. And before I bring up uh, uh, Ms. Corvus, Steve Corvus, our planning director, <clears throat> I just want to kind of share sort of a little bit of history on affordable housing. Um, I came to Sarasota in 2009, and as I've shared with my city commission and others who would listen, since that time, we've always been talking about affordable housing and really how to really, you know, uh, get more affordable housing, workforce housing into the community. Uh, Sarasota Housing Authority does a really good job in terms of those individuals making 80% and below of the area median income. But really and truly, you know, how do we really keep our workforce here, the individuals who are teachers and nurses, our police officers, our wait staff, uh, our, our bank tellers. And so this city commission was very bold um, in terms of taking a step on their own to see how we can increase affordable housing uh, in the city of Sarasota. And so Mr. Cova is going to go over some of the, you know, the programs that we've implemented. Um, obviously, with anything, it will probably take some time before we see the fruits of, of the work that we've done. But there's another project that we're working on that I'm trying to collaborate with uh, all our county our governments, as well as our nonprofits, and I'll be bringing that uh, project uh, to the city commission and to the community soon. But I wanted Mr. Covert to kind of go over what we started, what we are uh, uh, um, attempting to uh, to bring uh, further to the community. And without further ado, uh, Steve, if you can introduce yourself. 
Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Steve Cover, Planning Director for the City of Sarasota. Uh, about four or five years ago, uh, we started getting uh, information about uh, rental rates going up, uh, like going up 20%. This was kind of a, an early red flag that we might have an attainable housing issue in the city. And certainly, you know, since then, we've seen uh, not only the cost of housing, but also the rental rates are really going through the roof. Just to give you an example, in the city of Sarasota, currently right now, uh, two teachers with two kids would not be able to afford a one-bedroom apartment in the city of Sarasota. So that kind of gives you an idea as to the issues we're dealing with. So we undertook a series of um, initiatives. We had eight small initiatives and two large ones, which I'm going to cover today. The first being uh, allowing accessory dwelling units, in-law apartments, you know, something like that citywide. Uh, and that was adopted by the, uh, by the commission. And so uh, that is one thing that is already in place at the city. Secondly, a concept called cottage court housing in which you can take uh, unusually shaped properties or properties have, have much uh, more flexible zoning so that you can put more housing on those properties. And then also, you know, with that uh, being uh, giving uh, developers an opportunity to provide attainable housing. Third, in some of our smaller zoning districts, we've uh, provided density incentives. Uh, fourth, uh, we reduced the parking requirements for attainable housing. Two, thing, two things that are uh, beneficial with this, uh, and that is 0.5 parking spaces per attainable unit. One of the benefits, obviously, with that is uh, in constructing attainable housing projects, particularly in, in the multi-family level, um, it group reduces the cost greatly for developers who are trying to provide attainable housing. And now a, uh, you know, a parking garage, parking space probably costs thirty or 40000 a apiece. So um, you know, this really does provide a developer you know, a, uh, definitely a benefit in terms of saving costs for their projects. Uh, we expedite uh, any project that has attainable housing. We expedite, expedite the permit reviews so that they can go through the process more quickly. We also have provided discounts and deferrals on our multimodal transportation uh, impact fees uh, to reduce the cost for an attainable housing developer. Um, we've also taken our inventory. The city has a number of properties throughout the city, uh, and we currently and, and have sold off some of those properties uh, to be uh, uh, developed as affordable housing. And, and Mr. Corver, uh, when he says sold off, we basically give it free to um, and Habitat for Humanity has been one of the beneficiaries of those vacant lots that we've had and they have taken maybe 10 lots. 10 months. lots, that's right. correct. So yeah. Just one And then uh, last on this slide, um, we've introduced the missing middle uh, zoning, uh, workforce housing uh, in one of the areas of our city. We're testing that out right now to see how that works. Uh, we think that eventually if that does succeed, then uh, we could potentially expand that concept as well in other areas of the city. But with all of this, and you know, certainly government and the Sarasota Housing Authority, Mark Vengroff and all the, the wonderful work that he does, these are all, these are all wonderful projects and, and they do a great job, but it doesn't even come close to meeting the demand and the needs for attainable housing uh, in the city of Sarasota. And so what our next step was, we felt that we had to approach the private sector to incentivize them 
provide attainable housing to really meet the, the needs and the future needs of attainable housing in the city. And so we had two, two major initiatives, the first being uh, our downtown initiative. Uh, a lot of people said, oh, you're never going to be able to get affordable or attainable housing in downtown. We said, no, we think we can. And so we introduced a, a, a zoning package that included significant incentives for the development community to provide attainable housing. And one of those incentives to, one of those incentives was to allow four times the base density that is currently allowed. Uh, and 15% and of those bonus units are required to be <coughs> attainable housing. At least a third uh, at the 80% AMI level, a third 80 to 100%, and a third uh, 100 to 120%, making sure that we cover all income levels um, you know, for, um, you know, for, for the residents here, here in the city of Sarasota. That was adopted by the commission and uh, is in place already. Uh, it was adopted last year. And so we're, we're anxiously uh, waiting to see uh, the results of that. We know already there are a couple projects that are already in the pipeline that are proposing attainable housing and certainly we hope that that continues. The second piece of this is looking at the rest of the city because once again, downtown alone is not going to be able to provide the attainable housing units that the city really, city really needs. And so uh, the next step was looking at our commercial corridors and commercial sites, major commercial sites, to provide density incentives there as well to, to uh, provide a future attainable housing. And as you can see by the map on the right, uh, th those properties that are identified in green were designated a new future land use in our comprehensive plan a mixed-use uh, land use. In addition to those properties, as, as you're probably aware, there are some commercial sites around the city that have had better days, I'll, I'll just say that, and uh, in some ways are struggling. We see those as great opportunities for future mixed-use projects and providing attainable housing. These areas uh, were providing a three times density bonus uh, to, to attract developers um, uh, to, to provide attainable housing. This initiative is currently in process. Actually, we're going to the planning board uh, next week, and then we'll be going to the commission in March and April, hopefully getting this approved as well. And then everything, everything that we need you know, from, the, from a zoning standpoint is in place, ready to go for future attainable housing projects. So, so that's it. So thank you, um, Mr. Cover. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Again, you know, the city of Sarasota's part is just a small drop in the entire ocean as to what could be done for affordable housing and attainable housing, trying to keep those individuals that work for us uh, here in the city of Sarasota, as Mr. Cover alluded to, rents are, you know, are sky high and really and truly we need to do our part. We are doing our part and hopefully we can collaborate with you know, Sarasota County, the school board, to really make this more impactful for the entire community. So thank you very much, Madam Chair, and we'll open to any questions you may have. Thank you very much. Uh, certainly a uh, challenge for staff beginning in our school district and we uh, concur there is a need there. Um, discussion? Comments? Ye yes, I had a, Please. Had a question. That's interesting what when you said four times up to four times the max base density is that project specific so it does it would not include the whole 
zoning area. I'm just thinking of, uh, I think it was the lo lemon lofts or lofts of lemon that had to be, it didn't, wasn't just for that project that the density was increased, it had to be for those that weren't included in the affordable housing project. So is that, would that go for outside that particular project as well? It, it, it would be project specific, but every property owner could take advantage of this if they, oh. if they wish to. All right, thank you. Sure. I would just like to say one thing. Uh, if any of you, you know, you would like to contact us and learn more, we certainly would be willing to chat with you. Okay. Seeing no further comments or discussion, thank you, Mr. Covert, thank and you. thank you, Marlon Brown. Very much appreciated. Uh, moving on to uh, each local government, I'll have an opportunity uh, to provide an update. And if we could uh, start with uh, Joe, Jerome Fletcher, City Manager for the City of Northport. Thank you, Madam, <clears throat> Thank you, Madam Chair. I have two quick updates. One of which a traffic um, signal warrant analysis was completed in 2020, and it showed a need for a new signal at our Northport High School right across from Heron Middle as well on Price Boulevard. We have gone through the um, vendor process and we have selected a vendor that will install the light for about $660,000 and it will be done at a time that will minimize disruption to the school. So we're going to start that um, construction in June of 2024. So we're looking very much forward to that. The other thing is the STC expansion project. You may recall that we sat before you, me and then Mayor Barbara Langdon last summer and we discussed the need for phase three of STC to occur. So myself, Dr. Pillow, your superintendent and his staff, we've all worked together as we continue to try to make this project move forward. We have also solicited our help up in, up in the state in order to allow us to actually get some financial support. There is a shortfall in the project, and we are working not only with them, but with other stakeholders that would also want to contribute, knowing SMH, HCA, some other ones in the healthcare industry, which is one of the most targeted industries that we need, knowing the hospitals that we have coming to the area. Uh, we will continue this process. We will provide you an update in the upcoming months. But as of right now, we're hopeful that the funding that is in some of the out years can be moved forward and accelerated to some of uh, next year so we can begin the planning and design of the project. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, that collaboration is ongoing, and I know that the uh, board has discussed it uh, on multiple occasions, and Superintendent Connor is reaffirming uh, that, yes, uh, we are very much on board to work with you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, thank you. Uh, Marlon Brown, City Manager, uh, City of Sarasota, please. All right. It seems like it's the Marlon Brown show this morning, but that's okay. Um, a couple of things that, you know, in my discussions with uh, Superintendent Connor and with the chair that impact both uh, the city of Sarasota and uh, the school board. Um, there are a couple of items that we had sent. Uh, one was related to recycling in the schools and education uh, for students to uh, be a little bit more proactive when it comes to recycling. And this kind of impacts not only the city of Sarasota, but Sarasota County, the landfill, etc. Um, what we have heard, and again, you know, Mr. Superintendent, if you can probably take a look at this, is whether there's recycling actually in the classroom. Um, obviously, the schools generate a lot of, you know, material, um, you know, whether it's paper, whether it's cans, etc. 
and um, it has been brought to us that apparently there's no recycling actually in the classroom in of itself. Um, that in of itself is a commodity. Um, you know, there, there, you know, there are sometimes revenue that could be had from uh, recycling materials. So if the school board can take a look at that and see if they can implement a program to encourage more recycling uh, in the school system. Uh, we spoke a little bit about affordable housing, but just one more um, other item uh, that's uh, of importance to us, obviously, um, with uh, the need to provide more affordable housing, more attainable housing, it's really uh, a focus more on some of the skilled trades and apprentice apprenticeship programs that we can implement, especially in North Sarasota, um, to give individuals, um, especially those who may not necessarily go into college, um, but are coming out of high school. I know SCT does a fantastic job in terms of the training, but if there's an opportunity to really um, get some more of those uh, uh, um, training opportunities, especially in the North Sarasota area, uh, that would be very helpful uh, to the community. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the, I know we had recycling in our schools for many years, and we were uh, getting revenue as a school from that, so thank you for bringing that back to the superintendent's attention, and we can get feedback on that piece to see where we are with it now, but uh, excellent. And the um, skill trades in uh, North Sarasota, I think, is definitely something that, as a chair, I would like for us to um, discuss. Uh, at a workshop, um, certainly an interest of mine, um, and we've had grants in the past um, that uh, we've been able to attain uh, for that very reason. I know that we have a piece, we have so many things going on now, and thank you for mentioning the uh, STC initiatives, um, but um, we, I'm sure Superintendent Connor will, we would, at our regular monthly meetings, we could address those pieces. Madam Chair, uh, just to add to the conversation, thank you for those particular topics. Uh, recycling is actually something, uh, this week we met with our student forum, which is a culmination of all of our schools from all of our high schools who met in this room actually on Wednesday, and they discussed different topics uh, that are pertinent to them and their experience in schools, and one of them is recycling. And there is, uh, we are exploring an initiative, a student-driven initiative that I think will really be beneficial for our district around a recycling program and uh, we know in the past that there have been uh, companies that we would partner with that would actually give us, you know, uh, reimbursements or, you know, we could cash in on some of that recycled material. Um, so we will be exploring that in the coming months as well as the attainable housing conversation is very much a reality for us and it's something that our board has been uh, having a lot of discussions formally and informally around different partnerships. We know that... Um, it's, there's not a silver bullet for that because depending on a people's lifestyle, whether they're multifamily or single and what, that, what that's going to work for them, we are exploring a multitude of opportunities around uh, and in different parts of the, the county, right, um, and where uh, in vicinity to where they work and their location will be very uh, helpful for us. And then as well as uh, Mr. DePillo and I have been talking, uh, how do we continue to expand high-wage, high-demand, relevant uh, CT workforce development programming within our district and uh, there is a focus in the North, North County area too because uh, we've done some things recently in uh, different parts of our county but the North is somewhere that we're focused on so we appreciate that. Please. 
Thank you. Um, I just wanted to add to the conversation that the recycling um, program is is uh, not only for the actual recycling itself, but the bigger piece of that puzzle is to educate the next generation and the next generation on how to recycle, what to recycle, to make sure it's not contaminated, um, and, and how that works going forward. So that education piece is really, really key to people actually recycling, and recycling properly. Well said. Yeah, we, we concur with that, absolutely. Please. Thank you. I, I just wanted to add on the skilled trades, uh, exploring opportunities between the cities and the school board for apprenticeship, because we'll all be doing development in our municipalities, so having apprenticeship opportunities from you know students and graduates from the skilled trades training program. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, Chair. The City of Northport it has implemented a natural resources division in the past couple of months, and one of the first initiatives of that team is increasing our recycling activity in the city. A heavy component of that will be resident education. I think it would be great if we could team up with the schools in the city and do a coordinated effort. Thank you. So I just wanted to add to the conversation. I know that we, uh, some of the conversation uh, was around North County, uh, but in South County, Northport, Venice, Englewood, uh, there's a huge demand uh, for nursing uh, with some hospitals that are currently uh, being constructed and uh, future hospitals that we hope to gain in, in Northport as well. So. Um, in regards to our resilient SRQ uh, funding, we put uh, 15 uh, million towards careers and trades, but I could easily see that potentially expanding uh, to include nursing. And uh, I would just offer, you know, the county's collaboration, at least from my perspective, uh, in terms of growing high wage jobs in South County. Thank you for that. And I think uh, to Mr. Fletcher's point around the acceleration of our project with STC down in Northport and getting that building. Uh, we, right now we're scheduled to plan and design in that in 2026, but the board is in favor of moving and accelerating that project so that we can get to where we want to be in terms of that. And then our partnership, potential partnerships with the healthcare industry um, could uh, really help us in terms of um, designing programming in the healthcare industry to, to meet that need in that part of the county. So we're, we're excited about that, and uh, I know through conversations with our board, we're ready to, to move forward and, and get there. Jonathan Lewis, Administrator, Sarasota County, please. Thank you, Chair. Um, just uh, last week, our board adopted their strategic policy agenda for uh, this 12-month period. And I just while they adopted 15 policy agendas, there are there are a handful that touch on all of us, particularly as it relates to school facility and planning in some way or another. Um, one and they're asked, some of them are more aspirational in nature, but they're what we're working on over the next 12 months uh, on the board's behalf. One of them has to do with water supply. Um, we are very active with the Peace River Water Authority in making sure uh, that as that third reservoir is considered, uh, what does that mean uh, for water supply here in Sarasota County and protecting that investment here uh, for all of us and as, 
as the growth occurs uh, and drives the need for, for schools, uh, it also drives the need for, for water supply. So we're working on, on that. It's a big one uh, for all of us. To uh, the city manager's point earlier, one of the items our board prioritized this year is looking at collaborations around affordable or attainable housing options. Uh, not necessarily that we're getting into the business, but uh, are there things we can do, particularly on the on the workforce side of things, for, for educators, teachers, firefighters, uh, public sector employees, and others uh, to deal with, with that need. Uh, the other one, and we've already been working alongside the school district on this, uh, is hi-hat planning. Uh, it's a long-term 30-year uh, build-out, but it is going to involve schools and school facilities, and we've already been coordinating uh, with the uh, school district on that and look forward to that continued partnership. And then one, again, that touches both Northport uh, and South County as well as the school district it has to do with River Road south of 41 uh, and what that means as the school district is going to be building out its, its schools down there. So those are, are four on our list this year that absolutely touch on, on things related to school facility and planning. I did want to th take the opportunity uh, on behalf of all the residents in Sarasota County to appreciate the school district support uh, you know, with the Regional Fire Training Academy. We can't do it without either your support financially, so thank you, but also in partnership uh, with your staff. Uh, we need them as the educators uh, teaching our future uh, firefighters and paramedics and then tr keeping the ones we have trained, uh, certified, and prepared to do their job. So very excited about that. And our Director Collins will be in Tallahassee next week looking for a little bit more resources to to help it out, but uh, we're very excited about that opportunity. And then the last thing I want to put out there is that we, you know, whenever these schools are being built, we should look at the opportunity of uh, not just for parks purposes, but are there opportunities around evacuation centers uh, that the county can be involved with uh, to make sure that we, we've looked at all options. Can we make it an evacuation center or not? Because they're not all good for it, but for the ones that are. So we appreciate your support on that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ed Lavely, City Manager, City of Venice, please. Good morning. Thank you, Chair. Uh, my name is James Clinch. I'm filling in for Ed this morning and uh, just appreciate you uh, having us and we look forward to this every year as well for the great intergovernmental topics um, that get to be shared. Um, I just want to kind of tag on a couple topics and then I want to end with uh, um, some of the partnerships that we enjoy every year with our with our schools. So uh, certainly we also share um, the interest in future evacuation opportunities and shelters. Uh, it's a, a conversation that continues in our community. It's in a good place right now. I think everyone understands the process much better than uh, in years past. Uh, but as opportunities come up in the future, we would certainly love to be a part of that conversation. Um, we talked last year a little bit about Venice High School and their uh, population and future plans. Uh, so that was another topic that we'd love to uh, just get an update on um, as the uh, uh, future expansion uh, moves forward. And um, I wanted to just compliment Mrs. Caminati on her presentation, some really neat projects over the last uh, 15 years that we've been able, able to collaborate on. Um, our VPAC is fantastic. I also live in the city and get to enjoy that on a, on a regular basis. Uh, we were there this week for, a, for an event. Um, but I wanted to kind of end our presentation diving in a little bit smaller scale with some of the everyday partnerships that we get to share with our schools. So we are uh, 
fortunate to have two district schools within our jurisdiction, two charter schools and a private school. And we really work, um, you know, part of our, the fabric of our identity as the city of Venice is working to collaborate with those schools on a regular, regular basis. So I reached out to, to our staff before the meeting today to get um, kind of an update on where we've gone over the last calendar year with our schools. And I got to tell you, it was uh, really astounding to see how many different ways our organization are interacting with your organization uh, on, on many different levels. Um, 2023 was certainly the most successful year we've had in everyday partnerships with the schools in a long time. You know, a lot of that was, was out of our hands, but we just wanted to kind of take a moment to thank you all for um, opening the doors again and letting us in there um, and us, uh, you know, working with your administrations to get your students into, into City Hall. Um, if, if you'll um, uh, let me hear, I'll go through a couple of the items we've done this year, which I think are really neat uh, and important to the city of Venice. Um, we do every year a parade of champions for the Venice High School, which is kind of a unique thing. Um, we honor any sports team that has won a state championship, and we've, we've done one almost every year. Uh, we almost got to do one for football this year. It was, it was this close. Uh, but Pete Dombrowski tells me we're still very close on uh, baseball. So uh, we do at the elementary school uh, public safety interactions almost every month between our police department and fire department. They're doing demonstrations there for fire safety. We have a program called Advance, which is avoiding drugs, violence, and negative choices early. Our police department's in there uh, doing that every month. We do Shop with a Cop, which is an uh, opportunity to provide toys and meals during the holidays to families. And that all starts in the schools. So the schools nominate the families for that program. We do, uh, in partnership with our Chamber of Commerce, what's called Real World Wednesday. And we take uh, professionals from our organization and they go and teach about career opportunities in the classroom at both the high school and middle school level. We did in November our Student Government Day with Venice High School, which was really, really fun. And uh, we hadn't done it in, in quite some time. And uh, we were able to bring in high school students to shadow our professionals uh, for a full day uh, and then conduct a real mock city council meeting within our chambers and approve items. And uh, they just have a lot of fun with it. it. It was a great time. We do a holiday card contest with our elementary school, um, which Sounds like a pretty pretty basic thing, but it actually ends up being uh, quite the uh, quite the uh, endeavor. Uh, all the students submit card designs. We select one through a process, and then that card from an elementary school student goes to every single one of our city employees for the holidays. Uh, almost 400 people, so it's really neat. Uh, and we honor them at a uh, recognize them at a city council meeting uh, coming up next week. Um, and the last thing I'll mention is we do uh, tours on a regular basis with classrooms in all of our city facilities. So uh, that includes City Hall, our water plants, our wastewater treatment plant, our fire stations, um, really an open door policy. Um, and it's just been a great year uh, on our part uh, for that. Uh, and I just want to, you know, not, not trying to uh, uh, list these because of what we've accomplished. I want to compliment your administrations in these schools because that's really where this support and, and collaboration starts. It's through their willingness um, to understand the value in this that, that they make all of these programs happen. So we just thank you for that. Uh, they're phenomenal. Uh, Venice High School, Venice Elementary School to work with. And um, 
we look forward to continuing those opportunities in the future. So the door is always open for us. We certainly, uh, on the growth topic, one of the challenges as, you, as, a, as a city grows is trying to maintain your identity as a small town. And, and to us, these organizations and partnerships are how we do that. So uh, we're all in and we look forward to future opportunities to do that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate the collaboration with the city of Venice. And uh, it's a win-win um, surrounding our students. So thank you very much. Yeah, Madam Chair, thank you kindly. Um, appreciate the opportunity, and uh, and James, thank you for that update. You know, I'm a city resident too, and appreciate all the work that you all do down there. Um, but you you mentioned some of the tours, and you know, I, I I start to think because I went through my tours when I was there, and at the uh, the wastewater treatment facility, the reverse osmosis drinking water facility, and I'm wondering if there's any opportunity for synergy for our young students. Um, and maybe this is a larger conversation too within the Sarasota County government as well, where our young kids have an opportunity to tour some of our facilities, perhaps in the expectation that they may find a career. Um, there are a lot of careers, my eyes have been opened exponentially to the careers that are involved in an organization like Sarasota County with, uh, Jonathan correct me if I'm wrong, but we have over 2,000, 2,200 employees in our, in our government and so there are certainly career opportunities out there for our young folks um, and for those that know me, you know, I'll do anything for children uh, and expose them to anything anytime I can. So I don't know if those conversations exist. I can tell you that in the year that I have had my time in county government uh, with the assistance of uh, Jonathan and his staff touring the facilities, it really is mind-blowing. It's a beautiful thing, and I think children should have an opportunity to see all of the great opportunities that exist here uh, here in Sarasota County. So I just wanted to say that, and I also wanted to correct the record. And again, Jonathan, um, our landfill is a nationally recognized award-winning landfill, right? I know I made that mistake, uh, but I just want to make sure that the record is clear. We have a nationally uh, award-winning landfill here in Sarasota County, and that's probably my favorite tour that I've ever taken uh, with Brian Usher out there. The engineering back there is absolutely fantastic. We're good for 50 years, and as you know, all residents and all municipalities throughout our community rely on that particular landfill. Uh, it really is fascinating work. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, the, the other and the last thing, and um, I know we're here uh, with the Sarasota County School Board and our students, but again, I, I really look at all children in our community. I just want to let everybody know that uh, Cardinal Mooney did win uh, their first state title uh, in 50 years, right? Go Cougars. Um, you know, we were tuned in during our strategic plan session, um, and I want to, I, I believe, Jonathan, correct me, but January 30th, we're going to be doing a little, uh, a little something from the county for those kids. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, all children should be celebrated at the level when you have those memories that you can carry on for the rest of your life and relationships with your coach, with your family, with your players. Um, I fully anticipate it's going to be a beautiful thing, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. So if anybody's interested in coming, I think it's January 30th. I think it's 30th. the 30th. I think it's the 30th. Yeah, we'll, Did we'll, you want to mention, and since you were talking about the involvement of the schools and our, our facilities, what you said to me the other day at, at the groundbreaking for our uh, mosquito control? Oh, yes. Um, for those that maybe you are unaware, we have a brand new facility opening at Laurel, and I just say honoré by the sheriff's uh, station over there. Um, it's an award-winning state-of-the-art facility that, um, as I took that tour, you know, the men and women that work there are very science-based, very cool. They get out in the field. They work with microscopes. Um, very, very technical, expensive equipment to keep us all safe. When that is built at the end of 25, is it? Um, you know, we. I think we're going to have opportunities. And I just mentioned Laurel and Venice Al because those are in the area right by my house. But we have some 
amazing facilities that the county has that I would encourage, whether they're students or residents, to show off what we actually do here in the community in Sarasota County and through all our municipalities. I mean, it just is really, I mean, I'm in healthcare, so this, this is a brand new journey for me and I'm continually amazed every day with the men and women that work in our government uh, at the facilities doing these jobs day in and day out for our health, safety, and well-being here in Sarasota County. So um, that mosquito plant will have fish for HOA communities, uh, tours for the kids. It's very exciting. So um, we're looking forward to showing that off as soon as those ribbons are cut. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Commissioner, and uh, it's very exciting to hear about that opportunity. I can tell you what's right up under our nose sometimes that we don't realize that's happening, that the, this leadership is very much about getting students exposed, getting them access and opportunity to uh, very experiential uh, things in, so within the county. So we are uh, on board with that idea. We love it. And uh, just to reverse that a little bit, I invite anybody in this room or anyone connected to the governments and municipalities out there to come see what we're doing in our schools because I think you would be very surprised at some of the programming that goes on day in and day out. And actually our next council of government meeting, uh, I actually am going to host at one of our high schools so that those individuals can tour some of the great things we're doing. Uh, but thank you for bringing that to light. And uh, we are open to any and all opportunities to uh, expose our students to that. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Um, just to tag on to uh, Commissioner Nunders there, I appreciate the, the comments. So all of these engagement opportunities, while they bring joy to everyone involved, there's an educational component as well, and there's a career development component as well. So um, we talked about this last year is opportunities for additional internships. We've done a handful of them in, in my time with the city that have been great. Uh, when there's a student that has a specific issue uh, or interest in a career, we plug them into one of our departments. And I would just extend that invitation if it does uh, become a more formal program to some degree. We are all on board um, and, and have, you know, within our different local governments, almost every career covered uh, of any student's interest. So uh, as you explore those opportunities, we are all in on, uh, on future internships. Thank you. Howard Tipton, Town Manager, Town of Longbow Key, please. Thank you, Chair. Good morning, everybody. Uh, before I jump on uh, Longbow Key's uh, update, I, I would share two things about landfill operations. One, it's the best place to see bald eagles. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, can, you can get very close, so it's a, it's a great experience. The other thing, too, we talked about recycling earlier, and the other thing I would mention is understand the business side of recycling. That marketplace changes all the time. And so some things have great value some months, and then, you know, six months later, they're not in as much demand. And uh, the contamination point was, was well made, but understand the business side. So it's a, it's a great way to also uh, share with the kids, you know, the recycling is critical. The business side to make it really profitable, you have to understand that. So I'd just share that with you. So uh, Longboat Key, uh, as you know, we do not have a lot of kids. <laughs> we, uh, we are a, a, a donor community when we think about uh, the schools in our community. Uh, we um, are donors to both the Manatee and Sarasota uh, school boards. Uh, for Sarasota, we are contributing just under $1 million per student. And I would say our residents are happy to do that because they understand the value of education. They understand that it's critical to sustained success. And so I think there's nothing but joy in doing that. Um, 
we, I appreciate James's point on interacting with the kids. Uh, we had to borrow some kids, and uh, we, we, we had to go up the road to Anna Maria Elementary, and uh, we had our local government uh, week, and we brought them down and, and shared some stories, uh, allowed them to tour some of the equipment that we have, and it was a great time. And I think the adults get as much out of it as the kids, so we look forward to doing that again this next year. Um, I want to continue uh, to encourage the school board to invest in your public safety training. It is a high demand uh, career field. It's difficult to find people and uh, we continue to see the need there. The other thing I would be remiss in is also hospitality training. Uh, we are seeing the $800 million St. Regis Resort getting ready to open this year and uh, it's a challenge in the workplace today to find the hospitality workers and so continue to look at that as a career opportunity. We have discussed with the chair and the superintendent uh, an opportunity to collaborate. Uh, in the county is uh, building a new library on Longboat Key. We're very excited about that partnership. But the collaboration with the school board isn't so much for uh, school-based learning as it is lifelong learning uh, for our residents. And so we are excited to explore that opportunity. The county's library design is getting underway this year. And so that will be a reality for us here coming up in the next, say, 24 months or so. So we're excited to explore that with the school board and look forward to that. Okay, I, I, we have uh, Kyle Batty with us, Sarasota City Commissioner. I'd like to recognize who uh, came in. Uh, Kyle Batty, if you'd like to just thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, other business, uh, do we have any topics that anyone would like to bring forth? Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, you triggered a thought town manager um, and that is training for our first responders I'd like to invite everybody in this room to an open house tomorrow morning in Northport we recently built an incredible training facility for our fire and rescue team um, it's a three or four story building it produces smoke it produces heat it really replicates the actual conditions that our folks face we're having an open house tomorrow where you can have tours of that facility between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. I'd invite you all to come out and see that. It's really a state-of-the-art facility uh, for training our first responders. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. Please. Yeah, Liz Alpert, uh, City of Sarasota. Um, going back to the school tours, um, I didn't get a chance to, to mention this. The other advantage besides um, having children see what kind of career opportunities there are is also for them to see what local government is and what it does. Um, there's so many comments on social media. Um, I get people ask me, well, what does a commissioner do? What, you know, they, they don't have any clue about how local government operates, that they have all of these facilities that, you know, that water doesn't just flow accidentally. Um, there's somebody that's planned that, that how we uh, design uh, zoning and our transportation, it's all planned. And I think 
having children be educated, did, you know, I think that would make an impression on them to understand that all these things don't happen by accident and there is something behind it. So I think uh, another good reason for uh, tours of the, uh, for children. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Anyone else? Topics, please. I should know this, but is there a, a ballot item for the school board uh, coming up in 24? Um, I, I can't remember if you needed to reauthorize uh, some of your funding, and if so, uh, could you give an update on that? Thank you for that. Um, so there will be, there are conversations have not formally began with our board, but we do know that the uh, past legislation has changed that um, when you do a referendum, you, can, you must do it on a general election. So that will require the school district um, to move forward with the November 2024 referendum. Um, like I said, those conversations are forthcoming very soon with our board. So this is much as I'll say right now, since we haven't had the opportunity to discuss that, but I would very much anticipate that there will be um, ballot language on the, 24th, the November 24 um, ballot for that. Thank you, Superintendent Connor. Anyone else? Yeah, I had a question. Um, there's been uh, something in the in the news about the shortage of pilots and mechanics, and I think I know in, in Charlotte County they started a, a plane mechanic school or something. Do we have anything like that here, or is there any plans to to do that or start that? Yes, Mr. Depello, Dr. Depello here. It's my understanding that we do have a partnership with MTC Manatee Technical College uh, for aviation mechanics. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Work never stops. <laughs> Thank you. No worries, you're here. The question is, and I believe that partly answered it, uh, re regarding aviation mechanics and any partnerships that we currently exist in our district. So the aviation maintenance uh, program that we are in partnership with Manatee Technical Institute, Manatee Schools, uh, is in progress. There was a grant that was funded several years ago from the state to get the planning and started. It's a three-year grant process. It's still in needs of some funds, but the airport is on board. Uh, we did have a groundbreaking ceremony to get things started at the airport. Uh, right now, we are considered, as a school district, a silent partner in there because we have no commitment for finance other than commitment to merge the program together from a dual county uh, approach. So students from Sarasota, students from Manatee will be able to fulfill their training needs at this location um, when it's complete. Right now it's still in the stages uh, prior to turning any dirt over, so there's some planning going on, there's some negotiations happening uh, with Manatee and the airport. Again, we are probably just working with the technical school to make sure we have enough students to run into the program so that we can get it to be a full program and then expand it down the road so that there's a Manatee instructor and then a Sarasota instructor. Um, the other question, Ms. Rose? Any other questions while well, we have Dr. DiPillo here concerning uh, internships, careers? So we, uh, just so I can, 
paint the whole picture. Uh, a lot of words like internship, uh, apprenticeship, pre-apprenticeship. Uh, we all lump those together in a work-based learning module. So we're talking about work-based learning, whether it be an apprenticeship paid or unpaid, whether it be an uh, internship paid or unpaid. So when we talk about that, our goal is to get somebody that matches not only the work, but the interest. And then therefore, uh, when it comes to an internship, there's different rules for internships. Uh, apprenticeships have their own little rules. Uh, we're open to any conversation regarding having students in the workplace learning uh, what they, what you do and what they can contribute to your organization. And so we have a couple out there. We're, we're actually working with our own school board and internally trying to get an apprenticeship model set up so that our students can work uh, within our school district. Internship models, shadowing. Um, but we want to make it purposeful for the student and we want to make sure the student is attracted to your industry or your business and not uh, become a burden to you as they uh, are there daily uh, and uh, not contributing. So any conversations, just direct them my way and then we'll get you in, in tune with the right people and we'll, we'll try to make it happen. Thank you, Dr. Tapillo. Yeah. Yeah, Executive Director of Suncoast Technical College. Thank you. Appreciate it. Any further topics? This is a uh, extraordinarily great opportunity. Uh, we live in um, a phenomenal area, Sarasota County, and I want to thank each of you leading and the governments represented here. Uh, Sarasota County, uh, this is what makes us great. Uh, the school system is um, excited to be involved uh, with the initiatives that are occurring and with the ones that will continue to come forth. Um, we want to strengthen our collaboration with the focus on our workforce uh, and uh, the engaging and experiential opportunities for our students that have been discussed today and continuing as well investing in public safety, hospitality, the health fields and facilities that offer lifelong learning opportunities. Um, any further comments? Um, I want to thank uh, the uh, STC chef uh, Brian Connect and the culinary arts students for preparing our breakfast. STC for the use of the conference center and refreshments. Our school district staff for coordinating today's events. And we will see you all one year from now, January 17th, back here at Suncoast Technical College. We are officially adjourned. Thank you.